Invest in yourself today with our Insider Pro product, which gives you the career path to reach the next step in your cybersecurity journey. Join today on Cyberry.it using the discount code PODCAST. In this episode of the Cyberry Podcast, we sit down with Will Marco, the Managing Director for Burning Glass Technologies. Speaking with Leif Jackson, the VP of Content and Community for Cyberry, they discuss CyberSeek, a website looking to close the cybersecurity talent gap with interactive tools and data. Hi, everybody. Uh, Leif Jackson here again, uh, VP of Content Community, just here with Will Marco from Burning Glass. Uh, super excited to have you here today, Will. Yeah, super excited to be here, Leif. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, so um, uh, tell me what brings you in today. Uh, so uh, you bring me in today. <laughs> uh, you know, I came in today to talk a little bit about some of the work that we're doing at Burning Glass in the cybersecurity workforce space and how we help organizations to better understand what cybersecurity talent they need and talk with you about how Cyberry can help them do that as well. Awesome. Uh, so tell me what you do at, uh, at Burning Glass. Uh, so at Burning Glass, um, I'm the uh, managing director of our emerging technologies practice, which um, in reality means um, I do a lot of talking uh, and a lot of talking about the uh, workforce and some of the key trends that are impacting the future of the workforce. Um, Burning Glass does a lot of work looking at what are some of the jobs and skills that are in demand today and are going to be in demand in the future. And I help organizations better understand how do they plan and prepare for that future. That's cool. So tell us about the future, right? Like what, what are the kind of the major trends that you're seeing? So some of the trends that we're seeing are an increasing fear of disruption among mm. companies. Um, they're afraid of being disrupted by new technologies. They're afraid of being disrupted by uh, you know competitors who are adopting new skill sets in their workforce, new technologies in their enterprise faster than others. And that definitely bleeds over to the cybersecurity workforce to a considerable degree because uh, as you well know, um, you know, organizations are facing new threats every day, new technologies are creating new cybersecurity threats, and you need new cybersecurity people and new cybersecurity skills to prepare mm. for that. Um, and so as a result, we're seeing an increasing emphasis on employers trying to think, how do they incorporate more workers with the right cybersecurity skill sets, not just into their core cybersecurity teams, but across their entire organization wow. so that everybody has the skills necessary to help prevent against some of these new and emerging threats and uh, best utilize some of the new and emerging technologies. Gotcha. So tell us about some what some of those new technologies are, what some of those new threats are. Mm -hmm. Sure, absolutely. So um, some of the new technologies that we're seeing that have the, the broadest and most disruptive impact on organizations relate to things such as uh, AI and machine learning, uh, IOT, um, you know, even things like blockchain and um, the cloud, which all have a, a strong technological component and are disrupting jobs across different roles, changing the skill mix required of those roles uh, as new workers have to learn new digital skills. They have to learn um, you know, how to interact with new uh, technologies, whether they be cloud-based, whether they be uh, you know, driven by machine learning. Sure. And, and all of those dovetail with cybersecurity pretty closely. Um, and so, uh, you know, you need, if you have, you know, emerging IoT um, uh, uh, demand, then you have you know, a multitude of new devices that you're going to have to, uh, you know, secure. Right, right. <clears throat> and obviously you can't just do that from the cybersecurity level. That needs to be everybody, yeah. right? Um, so talk about like 
a little bit how, how you describe those everybody roles, right? Like, uh, what, what are they and, uh, and what kind of skills do those people need? Yeah, so we really break the cybersecurity universe into two buckets. There's mm-hmm. the core cybersecurity jobs that everybody knows about, the sure. pen testers, cybersecurity engineers. But, you know, to your point, there's this whole universe of what we call cyber-enabled jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, these cyber-enabled jobs, they could be <clears throat> other IT jobs, such as network admins who need to know some network security-related skills, uh, but they could also be an attorney. Uh, who needs to be up to date with some of the latest privacy skills. It could yep. be uh, in regulations. It could be a business analyst. It could be an admin who needs to know not to click on that malicious link or go and buy a you know a bunch of gift cards when somebody tells them your CEO you know wants you to to go and do that um, in a phishing attack. Um, and so um, the the this universe of cyber enabled jobs um, you know really runs a gamut from you know just needing some basic cyber literacy and knowing what links not to click on to uh, essentially um, you know almost core cybersecurity related uh, individuals who are in mm-hmm. IT who need to know some you know information security skills some of them. Need to know, uh, you know, some you know basic literacy around firewalls and how to sure. secure a network. Um, and so, really, we're seeing increasingly organizations are saying everybody in our company needs some cybersecurity literacy and some cybersecurity skill sets embedded within their role. Yep, that makes sense. Um, and have you seen those skills that that people are developing in those cybersecurity skills? Is, are those actionable by those by those users? So things like you know, attorneys actually using cyber skills and those kinds of things. Uh, absolutely, yeah. you know, I think that um, you know, attorney is a good example because they they um, have to remain up to date with some of the latest regulations. They also have to just remain up to date with uh, some of the key trends in the the field because. Uh, you know the uh, many of these cyber breaches. They they touch upon many legal aspects. And attorneys, they, they naturally they have to have the skills necessary to understand sure. what are the threats the organization is facing, and then tie that back to some of the legal precedent and legal knowledge that they have, um, as well as keeping up with the changing regulatory landscape. Um, we also see um, that even in the organizations where they're just adopting more cyber literacy, um, there are better cybersecurity outcomes. Um, there are fewer breaches in general, um, and organizations are more secure in uh, bo- uh, in in you know, how they are deploying new technologies, which makes it easier to wring as much value as possible out of those technologies. And it really starts with individuals who know how to use those uh, resp- technologies responsibly. Yeah. So how are people like learning these skills nowadays? Like, what are you seeing in, in kind of the education space? So it's a good question. There's really uh, a few different vectors through which people are acquiring some of those skills. Um, You know, traditionally somebody would, you know, only know about information security if they either got a degree from a traditional university um, in information security. There weren't too many programs focusing on that. So that was uh, not the most common pathway into the field. Um, and uh, we're seeing more universities now are developing those programs, but you know, those are still not developing uh, workers who are working, you know, as a, an attorney or an admin who still needs to have cybersecurity skills. And so, increasingly, we're seeing new kinds of training providers uh, try to close some of those gaps by focusing on uh, either training for particular skill sets in a very broad sense and helping to just build up organizations' uh, general cyber literacy by offering uh, general 
cybersecurity related uh, you know courses for aimed at the admins of the world or the people who don't need to um, you know be a, a pen tester or a cybersecurity analyst. Um, but we also are seeing uh, many training providers they they might not <coughs> excuse me always focus on a training for a particular skill. They might focus on training for a particular certification. And I think there's still some white space. Interesting. Yeah, for for more training providers to uh, focus less on either training for a degree or training for broad general literacy or training for a certification, and focus more on training for individual skills that are needed within roles that are either core cybersecurity jobs or cyber enabled jobs, um, so that you don't have to, you know, essentially, you know, take a blunt instrument. You can use a scalpel rather than a sledgehammer to help train workers in the specific skills they need given whatever role they have across the organization um, and, and do that in a much more uh, narrowly tailored manner than many training providers have in the past. Right. And, and so, I mean, you talk a little bit about like this, you know, maybe a little less on the certification side, a little bit more on the skills side. One of the benefits of having a certification is that it's it's at least a consistent implementation. Mm-hmm. So like your opinion of what uh, an advanced Python person is versus my opinion might be, is probably different, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so like... <clears throat> How, how, how would you say that people can keep it consistent, uh, or or maybe not consistent, mm-hmm. if uh, if we're going to a skills based world as opposed to a cert based world? So I think the most important thing there is making sure you're leveraging some kind of standardized taxonomy and nomenclature for sure. talking about these skills. Um, <clears throat> so a great example of one initiative that's currently underway is uh, the National Initiative for Cybersecurity Education, or NICE. They have built out a cybersecurity workforce framework that maps out 52 different work roles, then says here are all the tasks and knowledge, skills, and abilities associated with each of those work roles. And if you as an employer can tie your jobs back to that framework and describe your jobs using that language, that goes a long way towards helping to standardize that. And same thing sure. for, for training providers. If they can map their content onto that shared framework, that shared uh, language for describing the cybersecurity workforce, then it makes it much easier to compare apples to apples across candidates or across courses to see what are the skill sets that somebody who says X is likely to have versus right. somebody who describes it as Y. Right, right. I think like where the differences are on you know specific tools or mm-hmm. like emerging skills, mm-hmm. right? So I think NICE does an amazing job of uh, updating their taxonomy, uh, but they, they have a cadence mm-hmm. around that. So, but skills are every month mm-hmm. they kind of change right so like yeah. how, like how do how do we keep up with that pace of innovation yeah so that that is where i think it's helpful to try and, and keep a pulse on what's happening today not just you know what happened the last time that that some government framework was updated sure um, and so one of the things that that we really do a burning glass is to try and, and figure out what are those emerging skills. Uh, how do we how do we keep track of them? And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're constantly trying to figure out what are what are those skills that employers are most constantly requesting um, by looking at the job postings and seeing in the language of employers what are they asking for? Yeah. What are the new technologies? And uh, you know, how are they asking for those? Um, and then you know, being able to use that information to communicate to training providers or individuals. Um, here are the the new skills. That's the new technologies that employers are looking for in the cybersecurity space that you should be focusing on right. so that you don't fall behind the curve. Um, and I think in individuals, they, 
they also need to be diligent in figuring out, okay, what is it that I need to learn? Right. Um, how do I keep an eye on what are the new trends and technologies that are impacting uh, the my my career area, especially if it's cybersecurity, which is one of the fastest moving career areas. And so uh, I think finding um, you know opportunities and uh, uh, you know sources for that kind of information is is a challenge for individuals, yeah. but um, it's it's an important one if you want to remain up to date in your skill set. Well, and guidance and mentorship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we see that all the time. Like the vast majority of cybersecurity professionals just have no career path, yeah, right? Um, and they just want uh, guidance. They also don't know what what skills they should be developing. Yeah. Right? They just know that they're supposed to develop a whole bunch of skills. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to help guide that pathway, uh, you've done some quantification mm-hmm. around skills. So you want to talk about, hey, as a, as a learner, like what skills should I, you know, most be interested <clears throat> in why? Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the business side, right? Like what um, uh, skills should, um, should I be developing for, mm-hmm. uh, across my, my, my organization? Yeah, absolutely, and and so <clears throat> I think that um, taking one step back, one of the, one of the challenges for both individuals and for organizations when trying to figure out what are the skills that they should be developing is they're inundated with a ton of information sure. about the latest and greatest technology. Here's a skill that you need to develop, and here are the things that employers are asking for, and and that's important to know what are some of the the skill sets that are valuable, but that doesn't really give them a way of prioritizing or triaging what skills should I learn first. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things that we really try to do is, is help people understand what are the skill sets that are going to give you the greatest uh, boost in your careers on day one. Um, that can And that boost can be either in terms of increased salary, so we can tell you what are the skill sets that are going to bump up your salary the most. Right. We can tell you what are the skill sets that are in demand in the most jobs right now. We can tell you what are the skill sets that are going to help you advance your career uh, by opening up new doors, new career opportunities for you. Um, and so when we do that, we see that uh, many of those those skill sets that are really in the greatest demand right now that people could be focusing on align with some of these new and emerging technologies. Things like uh, AI and machine learning and the intersection with cybersecurity. Um, So being able to understand something like Python, for example. If you're a cybersecurity worker and you add Python uh, to your skill set, you can see a significant bump in salary. It can be you know 5 to 10K minimum. Sometimes it's even greater than that. Um, And then you also are opening up yourself for uh, a broad range of, of new roles that are requiring more automation-related skills. Actually, automation-related skills are some of the fastest growing we see in cybersecurity. Huh. They are growing uh, over the, just the past few years. We saw demand for skills related to automation in cybersecurity grow over 250%, Wow, uh, which is considerably faster than cybersecurity jobs overall, which are already some of the fastest-growing jobs in IT. And so workers who are able to incorporate some of those new skills, whether it be Python, whether it be things like Splunk or orchestration technologies um, that help you to automate certain processes in your cybersecurity team, uh, those are increasingly the workers who have the most uh, appealing job opportunities and see the highest salary bumps. Um, Similarly, for employers, um, we're seeing that they really should be thinking about investing in workers who have those Mm -hmm. automation-related skill sets. 
which can help them drive efficiencies on their team and save them money in the long run, even if they have to pay more money for those individuals up front in the form right. of higher salaries, which is always a trade-off. But in general, we do see there's a strong ROI associated with that. Um, and then uh, also being able to uh, build cybersecurity workers who have knowledge of new and emerging technologies such as cloud or IoT and the ability to secure those uh, new vectors with, where we're seeing many new threats come in. And so mm-hmm. um, th- those are often the fastest growing skills that we see and are projected to grow the fastest in the coming years. They offer this, um, the highest salary bumps for individuals and so really being able to pinpoint it and hone in on those uh, the intersection of those new and emerging technologies and the cybersecurity space is is a powerful place for for both individuals and companies to be focusing on. Right, super interesting. Like, and so like, you know, if I'm a student right now, like, what skill would you say would be best for me to learn? I I, I would say it depends on your personal history and where you are today. Um, so I, I don't think there's one one size fits all answer for here's the skill you should be learning. <clears throat> I think what you really need to do is first take an inventory of the skills you have. Yeah. Understand where am I marketable right now? Who will hire me based upon the skills I have? And what are the skills that I can add that will increase my opportunities the most? Sure. So in if you're for example <clears throat> a network engineer or a network uh, admin um, you already have you know, probably some general information security knowledge. You might have some network security knowledge. Um, but if you add some more cybersecurity specific skills, mm-hmm. maybe it's cryptography, uh, maybe it's you know something like Python, so you can automate some processes, or just learning more about some of the uh, you know key cybersecurity related uh, technologies and tools that are out there, such as you know the Splunks of the world or other um, <clears throat> security incident event management tools. Um, then you can increase your earning potential by tens of thousands of dollars. Um, and so, uh, but that, that could be a different skill mix. If you're already in the cybersecurity space, you might know the skills. Then you realize, hey, I could, you know, I'm a cybersecurity analyst, but uh, pen testers are getting paid, you know, $10,000 more. There are more opportunities. Maybe I want to learn pen testing. So I think that, you know, there are, there's really no one size fits all answer for here is the specific skill you should learn. Um, there are, just your really best skills for uh, an individual given their current circumstances and the skill sets that they already have. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. How about soft skills? I mean, we've been talking a lot about hard skills, mm-hmm. but what are kind of the soft skills that you're seeing in the cyber market <clears throat> in specific that people are developing nowadays? So it's interesting you ask because um, I think many people, when they think about cybersecurity jobs or they think about other technology jobs, they think of them as very technical roles. They think of them as roles that are really focused on the hard skills. But the reality is we actually see employers are more likely to ask for soft skills such as communication and critical thinking and collaboration or teamwork in those harder, supposedly harder jobs um, than in almost any other jobs in the market. Um, And one of the main reasons for that is that employers are realizing that digital technologies and things like cybersecurity are of paramount importance across the enterprise and they can't leave those fields siloed in uh, small teams they really need everybody in their organization to have some baseline knowledge in some of these things, and they need their those people who are the experts in those fields to be able to effectively communicate and collaborate with others across the organization, so that they can wring the most value out of those uh, out of those fields. Um, 
And so um, I think the the soft skills that we see most demanded for cybersecurity workers and other technology workers in general are communication, mm-hmm. critical thinking, and collaboration. Um, there are certainly many others as well, but I think really it's it's any of those soft skills that allow them to connect and communicate their technical expertise with the broader goals and the broader teams across the enterprise. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Uh, hey, if I want to find out some more information about this, like where do I go? So one place we can go um, is something called cyberseek.org. Um, so we have developed this website um, to help people understand what is a cybersecurity landscape look like if you're an individual? What are the job opportunities out there and where do they exist and how do you enter into the field? So we've built this tool. Um, it's uh, We built it with an organization called CompTIA, mm-hmm. uh, which produces things like the Security Plus certification, um, as well as uh, the National Initiative for Cybersecurity Education. And it's an online portal that allows you to go in and see in your specific state or in your specific region, what are the cybersecurity jobs? How many jobs are there? What are the top demanded jobs? What are the certifications that are in demand? Um, and what are some of the uh, competency areas that that you need to develop in order to qualify for those jobs? We also then have a, a career pathway yeah. that is within that tool that allows you to go in and see what are the jobs across cybersecurity that are most commonly demanded? How do you enter into the field? And how do you advance Within the these uh, these different pathways within cybersecurity, uh, based upon the skill sets or the credentials um, or education histories that you need to add in order to to make those transitions, so you really get down to the level of what are the specific skills you need in order to qualify for these jobs, mm-hmm. and how much can you expect to make if you become a cybersecurity analyst or a pen tester and, or a cybersecurity engineer? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's that's uh, a lot of our career paths actually. Uh, use a lot of the information that are, are associated mm-hmm. with CyberSeq, um, and obviously we use your research report as well uh, for for a lot of the analysis that we do. So, uh, thank you for that. Thank mm-hmm. you for all the work that you do there. It's it's a big boon to our community. Um, so we appreciate it. Um, any final thoughts? No, I, I think that we <clears throat> covered a lot of uh, a lot of the the most important things. But you know, I think one thing. Um, that I'll add is that you know often when we talk about cybersecurity jobs, we talk about them as in in terms of you know how much money you can make and how many job opportunities there are and how fast they're growing and and all of that is is hugely valuable, uh, be, both for individuals who are looking for better career opportunities and for organizations who are and training providers who are trying to get people excited about the space, but. I think we also sometimes lose sight of the fact that beyond just the money and beyond just the uh, magnitude of opportunities, um, there's a great mission behind what you do as a cybersecurity yeah. worker. You know, you're actually protecting the most valuable assets that we have right now, which is digital assets. You're protecting people's credit card information, you're protecting people's money, uh, you're protecting people's identities. And so, um, I think that it's you're hard pressed to find a job that not only pays as well as a job in cybersecurity, not only has as much growth opportunity, but has as much mission and gives you as much opportunity to really feel good about the work that you're doing. And so I think that's a compelling yeah. point that that we also need to be articulating to people to get them excited about careers in cybersecurity. Yeah, totally. I mean, cyber is the new battlefield, right? Absolutely. I mean, like our armed forces are protecting us largely over the internet at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and we appreciate all the work that they do to protect us. Um, and, uh, 
and hopefully we help train it as well. Um, so we know that, uh, so anyway, yeah, this has been fantastic. Will. uh, really appreciate you coming in today. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Hey, this is Thor. Thanks for listening to the Cyberry podcast and make sure to check back next Wednesday for our newest episode.